One of the things that uh, Kelly likes to uh, tease me about is my uh, nerdiness and my uh, Star Trek fandom. Um, and uh, uh, we have news that uh, there is uh, some casting news in the uh, new Star Trek series that is uh, set to start filming, or if it may have already started filming. I'm really not sure exactly what the status is of this uh, program, Star Trek Discovery, that uh, is supposed to be filming and uh, is, uh, according to people that I've spoken to, is uh, booked up a lot of locations as well as a big uh, uh, filming location and uh, set uh, just in the uh, Portlands uh, in Toronto, in the city of Toronto. This uh, film is going to be, or this TV series is going to start filming very soon if it hasn't already. Uh, the casting news is that Michelle Yeoh is going to be in that uh, program and that's the, as far as I know it's the only casting news that we have so far. Uh, apparently she is going to be playing the captain of a, not the not the USS Discovery who, which is supposedly the uh, which is supposed to be the uh, lead ship or the setting of this new series uh, but I needed to go a little more high level nerd action to really get an understanding of what this show is all about and uh, I am called upon a couple of guys who I know who do a uh, YouTube channel uh, one of them actually is from the city of London, Ontario. The other one is from London, England. This is a channel called uh, Trek Yards, or you can find them on trekyards.com. I taped an interview a little earlier today with uh, Captain Stuart Foley and Commander Samuel Cockings. Yes, that those are the titles they go by. And, uh, you know, I, I, I asked them briefly to tell me what is a, the difference in the format of this show uh, because it's, it, it is going to be a little bit different than uh, Star Trek that you've seen in the past. Well, from what we understand, it's going to be a more serialized approach instead of episodic. Also, we've heard about 13 episodes. Okay, yeah, that was a question I was going to ask. Is it, It's going to be... So we're used to seeing something like Game of Thrones, which is a serialized approach to TV making with... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's 10 episodes a season. So we're... As opposed to 20-something that we used to get on, like, Star Trek The Next Generation, this is going to be only 13 episodes. It's going to be more story-driven, and you're not going to have those really bad episodes as filler. You've got to remember that the TV landscape has totally changed since 2001 when Enterprise started to come on the air. I mean, people were fine with just single story arcs, but nowadays people want those really in-depth, really cat-driven stories. They give you things like Game of Thrones, where it's not a single story, it's that full season arc. You get a lot of drama, you get a lot of everything. Unfortunately, you can't then dip into as much, but if you follow them from the beginning, they are better shows and you get more fun. And for our audience in Canada, they're going to be able to watch it on Space and on Netflix. But in the U.S., you have to sign up for this uh, CBS All Access. This was originally supposed to launch CBS All Access, and now they're, uh, they've pushed it back. Um, in fan circles, is the, the pushback to uh, May for a release date on this, is this worrying some people? Oh, the fan reaction has been very mixed with that. A lot of people are... I think it's a good thing that they're going to be spending a lot more time on it and making it more, a lot better. Um, a lot of other people are saying it's not going to happen. This looks really bad on CBS. It's just a delay, and there's going to be more, and it's eventually not going to happen. So. And you guys know some people behind the scenes, and what are they telling you? They're telling you it is going to happen, right? They're not going to cancel this thing before it takes off. No, they've, we've, we speak with uh, some people behind the scenes on a regular basis who actually um, kind of tell us the progress and uh as far as we know things are going ahead full speed everything looks good so there's limited information available about the show right now 
What do we know? Well, what we do know is it takes place about 10 years before the original series, so before Captain Kirk and his crew. Um, and it takes place about 100 years after Archer and his crew from Enterprise. So it's another prequel. Do you guys, are you guys worried at all about, uh, you know, we had a prequel in the early 2000s in Enterprise. Uh, they, we've all seen the J.J. Abrams reboots on in the movie theaters. Are, are they doubling down on a prequel because it works? Or are they trying to sort of keep perfecting something that they're not quite getting right? That's a good question. Um, I would have preferred something post-Voyager after the, the newest iteration or the latest iteration, I guess. But uh, the thing with prequels, I was kind of worried when I heard that. Like, I love, I love TOS. So I love that time period. But I really didn't want to see a series set in it again because... They kind of tie their hands in a way because there's certain things they can't do based on already established canon. So on the flip side of the coin, it's actually a very exciting point of, of history because TOS, the original series from the 60s, is the most brand recognizable of all the Star Treks and each time, as you said, the reboot in 2009. So the audience is, is, is far more aware of that side of Treks than anything else. So doing something just before means you can have all the old characters but younger before they're the heroes, which is sort of, in essence, you can have little prequel stories if need be, but you can have familiar aesthetics with the 1960s styles, also linking to the newer prequel, more advanced style, which is meant to be it's a convoluted kind of thing, where it's actually an exciting period, and there's, there's tensions with the different political factions of the galaxy. It's, it's a period that we know and yet we don't know, and that's kind of exciting to me. The only casting news we've heard this week is that Michelle Yeoh is going to play the captain of a supporting ship. Are you guys hearing any other casting news? Unfortunately, no, we haven't. That was the first casting uh, that I heard. For people who are not fans of Star Trek or just sort of passive fans of uh, the old uh, different iterations and different spinoff series, what... Is, do you think uh, they have to be excited about this show that's coming out in May? I would just say it's, it's Star Trek's 50th anniversary, so they're definitely going to pump all their the best resources into this show. So I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm like, and it is that new approach to storytelling that Enterprise did it the last two seasons, kind of a more serialized story arc. And I think it's something that newer audiences are just going to absolutely love because they are taking a lot of time with this because it is their baby. It's Star Trek's 50th anniversary, so they want it to be good. And not just that, but CBS, you know, this is one of their biggest brands, and mm. it's existed so long, and they're, they're putting it as a, as a major part of the new platform. Their digital media, you know, Netflix and Amazon, it's a big thing for a reason. This is a thing, this is a show that I could push into the future, and they're going to pump all the money and all the creative talent into it to make it a success. The fans might not like the direction, but the quality, I think, of the show will be exceptional. So I'm just excited to see the stories they tell. One more thing. Uh, the C- CEO of uh, CBS Online was quoted saying something to the effect of that science fiction is something that traditionally doesn't work on broadcast television, so that's why they're putting it on the streaming service. Do you guys think that that holds any water? You know, in an era where you've got shows like The Flash and uh, Gotham and uh, superhero shows all over TV... Do you think that there is room for science fiction on network television? Oh, absolutely. That's the reason Star Trek became so big was because of syndication on television. It got canceled after three seasons, but through syndication, it kept playing. Through this huge fan base, became movies, and then spun off into five television uh, series. 
Yeah, I think the fact that sci-fi has become such a huge part of our culture, its only medium was film and television, and you had a lot more television than film. So I think it's silly because that's how it grew, and, and while flash and things are they're more, they're more fancy than sci-fi necessarily, there's so many sci-fi shows out right now, and so many movies coming out that, that I mean, it's fine to say that, but sci-fi has a place everywhere, I think it's fair to say. Thanks so much for your time, guys. Awesome. Thank you very much for having us on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That is uh, Captain Stuart Foley and Commander Samuel Cockings. Uh, those are their official ranks, and they are from TrekYards.com and the TrekYards YouTube channel if you want to go check that out. They're uh, doing some, I would say, higher-level nerd action than uh, we're capable of doing on the radio today, uh, delving into the technology and the history and all the lore that uh, is Star Trek.